The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Something we talked about on the show a little bit earlier was this survey from TomTom Tom, uh, today, which revealed that uh, Dublin is, uh, as they describe it, the second most congested city uh, in the world. It specifically looks at driving. It doesn't look at people walking or cycling or scootering or getting on the bus, but people in their cars only London in the developed world uh, takes longer to get through. Uh, the Green Party councillor, uh, Janet Horner, is with me in studio, as is the CEO of Dublin Town, uh, Richard Guiney. It's good to see you both. And thanks a million uh, for coming in. Um, Richard, were you at all surprised by this finding? Uh, no, I, look, I think we do need to reduce the number of vehicles in, in Dublin City. Uh, I suppose what it, that comes down to is how do we do that? And I think we have to be very clever in, in it. Uh, if I had a time machine, I'd love to go back to 1975 when the, the underground was first muted for Dublin. Uh, it was actually announced the year I joined primary school and it'll be delivered when I'm 68. Uh, you the, thought by your first Holy Communion you'd be on, yeah, the, on I, Dublin's I, I, Metro. I hope I get money in my communion so I can pay for a ticket on the Metro. But um, <laughs> but yeah, look, I mean, you know, we, we, we you know, the, that, the, our transport proposals, they, they have to be rolled out a lot quicker. The, there's a lot of the solutions to the problems uh, in the NTA's plans to 2042, but we can't wait another 20 years for stuff we should have had 30 or 40 years ago. Uh, Janet, is uh, Bus Connects, we were talking about a little bit earlier in this context, and I just wonder to what extent has it become a bit of an albatross around policy makers next that, you know, we're, we're waiting on it so long that this kind of expectation that we can't do anything until that comes online as well you know don't don't do anything because bus connects is coming but i mean it's coming for a long long time yeah, I mean, I think we definitely have an issue in Dublin that we have always had so many plans and then the number of those plans that actually gets implemented is always a fraction of what that actually is. I, I Like, Bus Connects is happening. Like, it is moving through on board Planal at the moment. But it is it is frustrating and it is hard to believe those kind of things are happening. I went to my first Bus Connects meeting in 2018. I wasn't a councillor. I was just somebody who wanted to see better public transport in my area. And since then, I haven't seen a single brick on the ground or a single additional um, bit of infrastructure in the in the city centre for the area that I want to see. That's not a good timeline. Like it, it does, it is really frustrating for people. I think we do definitely need to speed up some of these projects. Um, it's one of the reasons, again, for me that I'm really keen on supporting the, the active travel, the walking and cycling, because we know from all the surveys we do and all the evidence that we have, people want to get out of their cars. They want to get onto their bikes. They want to be walking around the city more. Safety is a huge barrier for them doing that. Um, and so if we can, like getting some of those projects rolled out, particularly during COVID, we were able to do them quite quickly. They weren't done to the standard, I think any of us would say, that we'd like to ideally see them at. But we were able to get out projects reasonably quickly and we did see a change in behaviour as a result of that and people choosing to take up cycling more. So... In terms of what's effective and what's quick, that's one way to do it. But like, we need to make sure that we have, it's not just this government, but as every subsequent government is showing that really strong commitment. And we, we like, I, I would say we do have it in this government, in my opinion, like we do see a strong commitment to getting the Metro back up and the cards, getting um, Dart extension, getting the Lewis extension going, investing in active travel. That money, that commitment is there, but that needs to carry on government on government. Mm. Um, and we need to see a speeding up of how we get these projects through planning as well. Richard, is, the, is there low-hanging fruit or, you know, is it naive to suggest there might be? I mean, if there was an easy solution, people would have grasped for it long ago. 
Well, I do think the the investment in public transport is the right one. And look, Bus Connect's great, but it's only going to carry about 3,000 passengers per direction per hour. The metro is 20,000. So you don't need a calculator to realise which one is going to deliver most. I think some of the stuff that we, we need to start to really thinking about are things like deliveries. Like So, so for example, on, on uh, the pedestrianisation of Capel Street, we've had a... There's been issues around deliveries, waste collections, um, services like plumbing to, to premises and whatever. So we need to plan for, for for those things. And I think we need to be clever about uh, how we, we do that. But I also think, look, you know, we need to look at deliveries out of the city. They're not uh, really beyond the wit of man, though, are they? No, and I think this is where we really do need, you know, good engagement in terms of, you know, actually delivering projects that are going to work. Because my concern in a lot of this is that, uh, what we've noticed is there's a decline in the support for sustainable measures when actually we need to be accelerating them. Um, and I think some of that is that people feel things are being imposed on them, whatever. So I think there's, there is definitely, you know, some practical issues that do need to be ironed out. And in, the, in terms of the broad proposals that are, are, are out now, in terms of the traffic re- reductions in the city, I think we do need to, there's, there's definitely aspects of that that need uh, a lot more work to actually work to, to make sure that they actually work and so yeah. that people feel comfortable with them. Um, but I think as well, things, things like deliveries from the city out to, to, to people's homes and encourage people to use sustainable transport on their visits to the city. And one thing I would say as well is that 80% of the people who come into Dublin City use uh, sustainable transport to do so when they're coming as a customer. It's a, that's a, it's a lower proportion uh, when people are coming in to, to, to work as, as commuters. So that does need to be addressed. That's one of the things that I think does need to be addressed. Mm. Um, and as well as that, you know, the research that we've conducted would suggest that there is a potential in the current plans for people not to get out of their cars, but just to go out to the out of town shopping centres to uh, to shop when the the plans are introduced. So I think again, I, I'd like to see if we're looking at things. You know, I'd like to see road pricing not just uh, you know for for the city or congestion charges for the city, but on a regional basis yeah. so that actually you know it's, it's a it's a fair it's, it's a fair whack for everybody. Uh, Janet, when we talked about this uh, a little bit earlier, uh, a couple of texters and even contributors mentioned the possibility of. A cabinet minister with special responsibility for Dublin or more realistically, according to one, a directly elected mayor who might take some of these issues by the scruff of the neck. Is there merit in those arguments? I, like, I would love to see a directly elected mayor for Dublin. I think we really need somebody to champion Dublin as a whole. Like, you know, no matter, I, both Richard and I, I think, are big believers in Dublin and, and its potential and what a great city it is to live in. But, you know, you don't have to look too far to see the problems and see the cracks within it. We need... A, a, a champion for the city. We need somebody to bring different departments, bring different people to the table and get that joined up thinking. Like even within traffic, we already have, we've the NTA, we've Irish Rail, we've Dublin Bus, we've TFI, we've the council and um, we've the department. Sometimes all of them pulling in different directions in, inevitably about what they see as the priorities or how they want to do it. So like somebody, you need to have a, a clear uh, line of responsibility and somebody to really take the reins and say, you know, this is how we're going to do it. Mm. This is how we're prioritising things. This is the budget we're putting on them and make those sometimes very difficult decisions well, for it, the city. It's interesting. It comes today. While we were on air, I got a kind of a push notification. Sadie Khan considering tube surge charges to plug home working black hole. I mean, it's just an ex- a tangible example in the big city, capital city closest to us of uh, directly elected Mayor Richard with actual powers yeah. sees a problem, right? There's a black hole transport for London. 
we need 750 million quid. Here's something we can do about it. I'm going to implement it. Yeah, look, I'd agree with what Janice had to say. I, I do think that we need, uh, and th- th- there's an aspect of the accountability that comes with a, an elected office. So it it doesn't necessarily need to be a directly elected mayor. It could be, you know, some a, a mayor that's voted in by the councillors, but has a five-year term and the authority to, to get stuff done and has a cabinet uh, to, to, to focus on the various issues, you know, housing, whatever it might be, transport, etc., so I do think that Dublin would very much benefit from um, from that kind of directly elected and accountable uh, mayor and and cabinet. Lads, Donegal still has no train. I knew someone had mentioned it. Donegal still has no train in the private sector. Someone would be held accountable, but in politics, nobody is. We're a rich country with no metro and a new fleet of electric buses uh, that can't complete a route. Park and ride is essential for long distance commuters to somebody else. And a minister for Dublin, come on, what the hell is the city council responsible for? I wonders at uh, somebody else. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.